is inspired by a woman named Elizabeth Holmes, carrying on with our theme this week of college dropouts. So today, however, we're doing the flip, and she is a cautionary tale of dropping out of college possibly too early. So Elizabeth Holmes created a company. She was a CEO and founder of Theranos. And this company, she intended to democratize blood testing. So traditional blood testing is a whole situation. You go to the doctor, they prick you multiple times, they try to find your vein, it's painful. And then they ultimately take a lot more blood than, than they, they need, need for testing. Mm. And with that blood, they might, not be even, they might not even be able to test as many things as you would think. So her idea was to revolutionize the healthcare sector. And with a small um, thing that she created, you would get a single prick that didn't hurt. And with that small piece of blood, she said that she could test over 100 items. So whether it be diabetes, HIV, cancer, all manner of things. But the twist comes because in 2018, the SEC in the United States charged Elizabeth Holmes with deceiving investors through fraud. Mm. She paid $500,000 in fines, mm. she returned her shares, and she's barred from serving as an officer or director for 10 years. Yeah. So her story starts back in about 2002. Mm -hmm. She goes to Stanford, which is the home of a lot of um, entrepreneurs and very interesting people. And at the age of 19, she drops out to start this company. And she was very ambitious from a very young age. That's true. A story is told of how a relative asked her whether she wanted, what she wanted to be when she grew up. Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm going to be a billionaire. And the relative mm. says, don't you want to be president? And she yeah. says, no, no, I'm going to be a billionaire and the president is going to marry me because I'm a billionaire. <laughs> so she's a very ambitious child from a very okay. young age. But I think what happens is that she finds herself rushing into success. Yeah. She doesn't take time to mold and really um, cultivate this idea that she has. Because in the week we've talked about how passion is a very important, important thing. thing. And if you're going to be a successful yeah. college dropout, I think that might even be a prerequisite. So at the height of this company, it was worth $9 billion, with $400 million in venture capital. So she was doing incredible things, but the fame and the fortune eventually got to her. Got to her. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at Elizabeth Tar uh, oh. <laughs> calling her Holmes. Yeah. I keep calling her company <laughs> Theranos, because you just think Elizabeth Theranos. Mm -hmm. But Elizabeth Holmes against uh, the Virgin founder, yes. Richard Branson, against Steve, Steve Jobs, Jones. and against Bill Gates, and against Mark Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. as a cautionary tale of what an entrepreneur should not do. And the three things that stood out to me when I thought about Elizabeth Holmes and mm -hmm. her story was, one, the glitz and glamour, if I can call it, the myth of the dropout entrepreneur. Yeah. That you're going to leave school, you're going to drop out of whatever it is, however big you've gotten, and you're going to get out and you're going to succeed. And yes, she did succeed, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but at great cost, mm -hmm. personal and professional and financial cost. Yes. And the second thing is fake it till you make it. I have, I have to ask this question because when you read the story, what is that halfway point between um, confidence mm. and a scam? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'm going to ask is, are we judging her so harshly because she's, she's a, a woman? woman? What do you guys think? Okay, first of all, regarding Elizabeth Holmes, I think the Elizabeth Holmes of this world, mm -hmm. they're like one in a million. And so this is yeah. something that we need to you know, keep encouraging, this kind of uh, believing in the impossible. Right? Yes, but yes, as you said, true. I think this is uh, then a cautionary tale of somebody trying to rush success. Yeah. Um, and she was, if you look at the machine that they created, they called it the Edison. Mm -hmm. And they believed that, they, they called it the Edison because they knew that they would fail, you know, like a multiple, multiple time. times yeah. before Just it like worked. Just like he did when he was trying to make the, bulb. the light bulb. The yeah. bulb, precisely, right? And, and, and so, you know, they tried to combine a lot of tests in one small machine. Mm. 
right? very but, quickly. Very quickly, mm. precisely, right? But you can't, um, you know, you can't achieve some of those uh, things, you know, overnight. Yes. Yeah? You can't yeah. move from a Nokia 3310 to an iPhone X yeah. in one day, mm-hmm. right? So well, true. it's true. It takes, it takes time. Precisely. But how, what, how do I, as an investor, as an entrepreneur, when I'm going to pitch, I'm going to pitch a dream. And yeah. I have to fight against skeptics. And those skeptics are in the room. Those skeptics yeah. will be my home. Those skeptics are everywhere. Yeah. So how do we go beyond this? Was she pitching a dream that mm. could have worked given sufficient time, capital, uh, mostly time? Yeah. Or was she a scamist who woke up and decided, I'm going to lie to the world and I'm going to do something that is impossible? So as much as, much as I believe that she is a fraud, I believe that at some point she did have something that was going to revolutionize healthcare. But yeah. there was some snowball effect that happened. I think the money chased too quickly. You yeah. mentioned the FOMO effect of Silicon of Valley. Silicon Valley, precisely, yeah. as well. You know, where, and over the last 20, 30 years, we've seen in Silicon Valley some brilliant innovations coming out. Mm-hmm. And investors who have a lot of money don't want to get uh, you don't left out. out. You don't yeah. want to miss out on the next big thing. And she was promising big things mm-hmm. so regarding throw public money health. At her. But you know, regarding what you're saying, so I think yes. I think right now we're talking about the fake it until the you, fake make, it it you culture, make it a culture. Right? And yeah. that's also an acceptable uh, practice in Silicon Valley and, and in entrepreneurship across the world. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, and, and, and I think, but as you're saying, there's yeah. a fine line between, you know, faking it, but uh, you can back it up, and faking mm. it, and you can't quite back it up, you're still, you know, you still have a lot of things to figure out. And Perhaps. I think that's where she was. Perhaps, and I think, Tujay, you mentioned this earlier, mm. she, this fake it till you make it was made worse because she didn't have the papers or the creds to back it up. And, I, and that I goes see. back to the And dropouts. I think if you link this fake it till you make it with this argument of her being a woman, a very interesting thing about her, which I think is what captured the audience or like the world, yeah. is the fact that she lowered her voice. So she would talk, yes. instead of talking like what a natural <laughs> woman would talk like, she lowered her voice. voice, she had a baritone, oh and she Lord. started to dress like Steve Jobs. So mm. instead of dressing like whatever she did, yeah. she wore turtlenecks constantly. And I think it's that thing of linking the fake it till you make it, but also being a woman, that intersection, which was very interesting, and I think we'll... I read a random you, article by Beyond Psychology today, and they were looking at Elizabeth Holmes, and they asked mm-hmm. a random question. Did Elizabeth Holmes delude smart men by acting like a man? <laughs> I don't you, know. You, and they gave... You know, she, she had to put on that act, <laughs> she right? did, yeah. Because the American public, yeah. they love showbiz. Oh, right? they do. And, and Americans are also very good at pitching. Yes. And to be successful, particularly as a woman, mm. and to stand out, you might that, have is, to... that is one of the things, that's, that's one of the characters she had to cultivate, and she did a very good job. Margaret Thatcher did good the same thing, so... I don't Precisely. know, that, the person, anyway. uh, there's a lady who wrote that article, and she asks two things. By intentionally projecting a masculine image, yeah. this projected male power, the guys who invested in her, they gave her the money because they had themselves projected back at them. Mm. And then, mm. and, and it was this contradiction of a masculine projection, but a very Beautiful woman yeah. who's doing this. <laughs> <Yes>. Oh, <laughs> the other, yeah, voice. with a baritone voice. Yeah. So they weren't sure whether to see her as vulnerable or to see her as, yeah, powerful. as powerful. And the confusion made them give her money. By the time you have a nine billion dollar nine billion dollar valuation for a company at the age of twenty seven, whatever mm. she did, it hats worked. off to you. Hats off to her. Hats off to you. What's the She's final still a one? fraud, though. <laughs> Woman, what she ch- judged harshly because she was a woman. Sheryl Sandberg has a book mm-hmm. that is controversial yeah. called Lean In. And I don't know whether you should read it or not read it. Make a determination for yourself. But she argues, based on valid science, that success and likability for women are negatively correlated. Mm. By that, I mean that the more successful you are, the less likable you're likely to be. Yeah. And because yeah. Elizabeth Holmes was a young woman mm-hmm. who was exceedingly successful, she yes. was an extremely big target. So anyone who sees her wants to shoot it down. Yeah. Is that possible that 
in in part in in part and i think it's unfortunate you know because we also have men who have made as many mistakes you know donald trump uh and um you know even steve jobs mm. you know, his, not, his yeah, first macintosh wasn't wasn't particularly a success you know donald trump impoverished people in atlantic city i think mm. right but he's not as demonized as, as she is yeah uh so i i mean i only hope that uh, I, i'm sure she will recover actually right yeah it's a question with her technology it's a question of when and not if. I agree completely. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I will end with a quote from Roger Stone. A man is not finished. A woman. Well, in this case, <laughs> a woman <laughs> is not finished when defeated, only when he quits. And that's the thing. She's only 35 years old. Mm -hmm. yeah. So until she says, I quit, yep. I think that's a good brain Absolutely. would be wasting if we put her away. Most definitely.